And we're live. How's it going, guys? It's me, Brandon Matula. Matula. And I'm Thomas Hicks. And you guys, you guys know the drill. It's Thursdays, which means it's our sports day here on Hot This Week. Um, every Tuesday, we, co- we cover uh, pop culture. Every Thursday, we cover sports. Um, if you're new here, that's our schedule. Um, so, as always, I'm just going to go ahead and give Brandon the floor. He's our sports guy. So, uh, we're going to talk about some pretty cool things in college football, as well as the, the NBA uh, vaccination rules and how I could switch some things up uh, in the league. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give Brandon the floor. Uh, just to go ahead and get started. But uh, before we do anything, as always, every single episode, we give our thanks because – you know, whether it's a hundred listeners or one listener, it means a ton to us. So from the bottom of our hearts, we just want to say thank you. Thank you guys so much for uh, just always being there, listening to us. It's truly an honor, truly an honor. We're, we sound like a broken record sometimes when we say how much y'all mean to us, mm-hmm. but yeah. or one listener, but like we're, we're never going to get a- always uh, come through and listen to our stuff and just uh thank you for um taking your time out of your days to listen to us it's truly mm-hmm. an honor but uh oh, yeah. with that being said let's go ahead and j- jump into things so today we're just going to talk a little bit about this big week five that's coming up actually i'm writing an article as a sports fanatics Ooh. that's uh going to be kind of covering uh, what we're going to be talking about in this podcast today with these three big games and what they could mean for the college football playoff and just further. And then from there, we're just going to talk about the NBA. Like Tommy said, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the vaccine rule. Not really. We're not here to talk about opinions or mm-hmm. all that. That's just not that we're not that kind of podcast. We're not Joe Rogan. I think that's his thing. <laughs> we're not like Joe or, Rogan. We're just going to talk H3, about... Or H3H3 on the opposite side, you know? We're not H3H3. Yeah. H3, we're not Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, we're just we're just going to talk about the ramifications it's having because it, it, it is. It's having ramifications because pe- uh, players are denying it and they are... Um, um, not playing, not playing for their respective teams at home because of yeah. the vaccine rules. So uh, that might... Uh, that's going to be very huge for this season. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into things. So, wow, wow, wow. This past weekend of college football, as we kind of covered last episode, was huge. We saw Arkansas take the win over Texas A&M. We saw Clemson lose. Really good games. And it was an exciting weekend. But, man, oh, man, this college football season, I don't know what it is, but it's just been hitting different. It has just been – so much fun to watch. Yep. And I've loved it. Uh, Tommy, um, have you gotten the chance to watch any games this season? Uh, yeah, I've, I usually work Saturdays, unfortunately, but I was off this past Saturday and I was actually in a game in person. I was at the uh, University of Houston versus Navy game, which was wow. a, a pretty tight game there. Like there was really a ne- never a boring second. It was uh back and forth for the entire game. Very happy I went to that. And I also – uh. Like I predicted, uh, U of H twenty eight, Navy twenty four, only off by four points, and that was pretty fun because I don't usually predict scores right, so I felt pretty good. But uh, yeah, so I have actually had the opportunity to watch a game, and it was in person, and it was awesome. And, and and Brandon, like to lead you to give the mic back to you, you are 
110% correct when you say that it's just been hitting different this year because it has. There's just something in the air about this year that's just been crazy. Yeah, I I, I absolutely agree. And just to ask you one more t- like just ask you before we jump into the segment. Sure. Uh, what would like? What was it like being in a full stadium again? Because you and I went to a Rockets game yeah. back in the January, I think, and it March. just wasn't crowded. It was very socially distanced. Yeah. You know, they zip tied all those chairs yep. and everything, so you physically couldn't fill up the court mm-hmm. or the arena. But uh, this, I heard this U of H game was different. People were sitting close to each other, and oh, yeah. it was just uh, – I'll say it was a full house, but it was pretty crowded. I think there was yeah, about 25,000 people there. So what was that like? Oh, dang. Dang, that's awesome. 25,000 sounds incredible. Um, U of H ne- has never had, like, the biggest football fan base. As, as far as basketball go- goes, I'm, I'm, like, there's not very many empty seats, you know. It's a pretty full house with basketball. But um, as far as, like, the non-student section, eh, you know, even in the student section, it wasn't super big. It wasn't super crazy. Um, and that's just kind of with U of H football. They're not really known for their football, which is totally fine. Um mm-hmm. Your question is, how was it, you know, being back with full capacity? It was great. It felt awesome. It felt like home. It was super fun. You know, it just – it um, all of 2020, you kind of heard the saying, or I guess all of uh, – we'll say all of, like, uh, 2020 past the summer, you always heard the, uh, the term back to normal, back to normal, back to normal. You know, let's get back to normal, blah, blah, blah. And nothing was really back to normal. But now, after a year and a half, I can finally say, like, we're back. I can honestly say we're back to normal. It feels normal. Everything feels fine. It feels good to uh, be around people just to celebrate good plays or even bad plays. Like just to be around people, it just hits so different. And when we were at that Rockets game in January, it kind of felt like a high school basketball game. Everyone was kind of spread yeah. out. It was honestly quiet, believe it or not. Like it was low key quiet. You could hear the squeak. I mean, you can always hear like the squeaking of their shoes, but you could like hear them talking and the squeaking and it just wasn't the same so yeah it was really a it was a, it was a treat and i and i'm very happy that this is the way that the world's going that we're in a you know healthy direction to be able to uh confidently and safely you know meet in public spaces and this it was great great question brandon thank you yeah absolutely and i'm glad you had fun uh, man i just wish i could go to those games man <laughs> our heart is with that houston cougar football team but uh oh, yeah let's get talk bigger picture stuff though so this upcoming weekend, as we kind of preluded, as we started, went on that fun tangent. I love, <laughs> love talking about that. But uh, we got some big games this weekend. So just to name them off, and these all def- these three games will definitely be in the uh, score predictions at the end of our segment. So, mm-hmm. so we got number eight Arkansas coming off a win against Texas A&M in the Southwest Classic here in Dallas, Texas. And then you got Notre Dame and Cincinnati. That's going to be a fun one because it's got lots of ramifications. We'll definitely get to that. Mm-hmm. And then we got Ole Miss and Alabama. So, Tommy, you hear those names and you're probably like, wow. Like, yeah. Those are big schools. Oh, yeah. You know? And it, it and that's exactly what it is. Just big schools with big names and big ranks. That's what's going on this week. And there is three top 15. Well, you know what? I'll put it at 12. There's three top 12 matchups wow. this Holy weekend. Holy moly. Yeah, so this, this weekend is almost better than uh, opening weekend. Goodness, uh, I yeah. Might, I might say that. Like, that's that's just what it's looking like. So let's just break them down game by game and just talk about uh, 
what's going on and uh later we'll talk about like the score predictions and everything but just we're yeah. going to talk about what the ramifications are if either team wins and uh we're just going to go from there so we'll start with the uh 11 a.m kickoff game that's gonna be interesting in athens georgia <laughs> it's between number two georgia who's been pretty solid this year and then number eight arkansas coming off a big win against texas a&m who's number yeah. seven at the time uh, Tommy, uh, just real quick before we hop on this, what was your thinking in game? Like, have had you seen like glimpses of Arkansas like being great? Is that why you picked them over AM? Like, what was your thinking behind that? Yeah, that and yes. So yes, to answer your question, I I uh, saw glimpses of glimpses of them, and and really for me though, the biggest thing, the number one thing is just I just thought in my head, you know what? It's their time. It's Arkansas's time mm-hmm. to finally have some respect on their name as far as football goes. Yes, um, I agree. Because they've all, I'm, to my knowledge, you know, I have literally like <laughs> close to zero knowledge of college baseball, but I believe they're pretty stinking good at college baseball. Correct yes. me if I'm wrong in the comments. Yeah. Um. Or Brent. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. And and basketball, they've always had a respectable basketball yeah. program. Nothing, you know, it's no Duke, but it's respectable. But yeah, yeah. With their football, dude, it's just. It's just their time, and I feel like they know it. This year, they're like, okay, we've had some setbacks, but it's our, it's it's time to put respect on our name. So, yeah, I was like, A&M, I kind of feel the opposite. I feel like they, they're they a little uh, – and my mom – mom, if you're listening to this, I mean, my mom went to – my whole mom's side of the family went to A&M, including her, so forgive me for saying this. But I feel like A&M's just like, eh, yeah, it's our time, whatever, cool, I guess. Like, they're just yeah. – they don't – this it's like the saying whoever wants it more. I feel like AM just didn't really want it more. And Arkansas, they do. And that's gonna be a huge factor coming into this Saturday's game. Yo, oh, oh, I absolutely agree. And they definitely got the momentum right now. Yep. And Georgia, though, on the other hand, has a lot of question marks because yes, they just beat down on Vanderbilt 62-0. Oh. Then they beat uh South Carolina 40-13, and then UAB 56-7 with their second string quarterback. Their guy, Shoot. their doppelganger, uh, JT Daniels, was not playing in that game. <laughs> but what everybody's pointing at that's a little sus. <laughs> so it's the word that we like to say these days. It's a little sus is that they played Clemson very <laughs> tough. <and stuff>. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. I could have it. <laughs> I was just like, did he just say that? <laughs> yeah. That was, hey, we got to this... spice things up sometimes, you know? Oh, <laughs> we yeah. Know. We need to laugh more on the show, so I'm glad you said that. Absolutely. All right, I'll let you go. But, uh, dude, I'm so glad you found that funny. But, <laughs> but yeah, Georgia played Clemson real close. And we, if we yeah. saw what happened to Clemson this past weekend, they lost at NC State a 2-1 and one team. Yep. So not a great team. So that just shows Clemson. They're not that guy. <laughs> For real, though. TikTok reference. But they're just – yeah, Clemson wasn't legit as we thought they were at the time. So that's what we're looking at here. So Georgia just has a lot of question marks, and they play cupcakes so far besides that Clemson game at the beginning. But now they're thinking that Clemson isn't that legit. Did you, you know? just say they've they've played cupcakes so far? Yes. Dude, I love that. I guess that means just easy teams. Yes. Like, if you're playing a cupcake, you're playing an easy team. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Just you love that term? That, that's freaking awesome. I've never heard that before, but I'm going to start using that. 
<laughs> playing cupcakes, yeah. But uh, yeah, as they go into this one, it's just going to be a collision course. And honestly, guys, like this is definitely going to be one of the games this weekend. That's why we're talking about it, that you're going to want to sit back and just pop some popcorn or make some nachos at home and just watch because college football's back as we drug along it along a little bit, but like, gosh, this game is going to be so fun and it's a cross conference matchup. So yes, these teams are both sec, but they're in separate divisions. So hypothetically, if one of these teams lost and won out and then, the team that won won out as well. They could meet in the SEC championship, and that could have Ooh. playoff implications. Wow! So I'm very excited for this. This is going to be a fun game, and this is going to really test Arkansas to see if they're legit. Like yeah. I've really loved uh, Jefferson, KJ Jefferson. He's yep. been great this year. He kind of slowed down at the end of that AM <clears throat> game, but he's looked great. He looks like Cam Newton and Tommy. I'm, I'm sure you know who Cam Newton is, and. Gosh, he was fun to watch in college, and this yeah. guy's giving showing glimpses in it of him, and he's only a sophomore. Oh wow! Yes. So, uh, yeah. So that it's going to be a fun game. We'll get to predictions later, but gosh, you guys got to watch this. This is going to be a fun one. Um, I'd be very surprised if it's a blowout, but we'll get to predictions later. But I think this one will be close. But mm-hmm. let's go to one that's a little bit closer to home, as far as for me (laughs) um so cincinnati as some of y'all might know they are in a group of five conference so what does that mean it means that they're just not one of the top tier they're not in a top tier conference so there's five conferences that are uh lower and they call they call themselves group of five so conference usa american athletic which is the one that cincinnati's in mountain uh mac uh, mid yeah mid American conference and then uh, among others Sun Belt and then there's the Power Five and those those are the big conferences we all know Pac twelve SEC we all know that one Big Twelve Big SEC so what's the big deal about this game is that Cincinnati was really really um, honestly blessed to have the AP committee on their side at the beginning of the season because Houston had a similar year as Cincinnati did last year. They went and they lost one game, but they went to the, to a new year six bowl in the peach bowl and the Cougars ended up winning it and they beat number eight, Florida state. Really? Yeah. Shoot. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was happened in 2015. And then the next year they had Oklahoma Number two, Oklahoma in Houston and NRG Stadium, and they beat them. Oh, my gosh. But Houston started out at 15 before they played Oklahoma, and then they jumped down to six. So Cincinnati this year, they started at eight. They started at eight. They looked really good at the end of the last season. In their last loss in the last, what, like 16 games – was against Georgia, and Georgia's currently the number two team this year. So, um, it was it's going to be incredible to watch this game, and we got to look at the other imp- opponent. It's Notre Dame. Notre Dame is just always known as that big independent school that always seems to do pretty well. Yeah. But this year, they're trying to get back to the playoff, and their transfer QB, uh, Jack Cohn, he's, he looked pretty good against Wisconsin. They 
beat down on them pretty hard. And they find themselves in the top 10 now when they weren't at the beginning of the season. But now they're there. And this game is shaping up to definitely have playoff implications. So we'll start with Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, like as I said, I drug that along quite a bit, but like they, uh, they, their group of five conference team, and that's just not a place like a, the college football playoff. That's just not where a team like that finds themselves often. It has, in fact, it's never happened, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be fun to watch because this is the game they need to win if they want to make it to the playoff and if they want to make history. I know they have a bit in the Big 12, but this season, they got you got to focus on this season, you know? You have a mm-hmm. great opportunity ahead of you to possibly go to the playoff and show the world why maybe, like, this might be a little biased, that the conference system is a bit flawed. Yeah. You know? So that's – I'm definitely rooting for Cincinnati this weekend, so I'll definitely be pulling for them. But – got to look at Notre Dame too. They've had impressive wins so far. They, they were a little questionable at the beginning of the season against Florida State, but they looked pretty good against Wisconsin, and it was that defense that really helped them. And, and yeah, it's going to be a great game. It's going to have big playoff implications because Notre Dame, if they win this, they're going to get in the top six because when you get a top ten win, it's going to be huge. But I think Winning this game for Cincinnati, if they win this, they are in the top four. Because And if there's undefeated teams in the top four, great. You better make room because you're putting Cincinnati in there because they have to go to South Bend. And, Tommy, I don't know if you've heard about South Bend, but it's one of the best college football atmospheres out there. So, and where's South – you said South Bend, like B-I-N? B-E-N-D. I think it's in – South Bend. Bend. Okay, South Bend. Yeah, it's just where the campus of Notre Dame. There's not a lot else there, but it's in okay. it's in Indiana, so it's in the Midwest. It's in the uh, Midwest, and yeah, it's just a small town, not huge, but it's a college town. It's like it's like the Midwest version version not version version of uh, Aggieland College Station as we know it. You know. Mm, okay so it's gonna be a blast and uh tommy at at the end of this i just want to hear like like i'm basically giving all these pitches to you why y'all should watch it and i want you to like kind of give me like what game you want to watch after hearing all this but is this sounding pretty exciting so far as somebody who's not the biggest college football fan yeah, for I mean it's it's kind of a no-brainer when it comes to like which game is going to be more like am I more amped for? It's obviously going to be Arkansas and Georgia, but uh, Cincinnati Notre, Notre Dame, if you will, uh, is a game that if I was you know off work and I had the TV controller to myself, I'd probably pop on just because you know a seven to nine matchup that's pretty huge, and whichever team wins has a and if you know. Let me know if this is like sounding like like the case, Brandon. But whichever team wins has a chance of potentially being in the top five after the win, or isn't or not that like highly ranked. Yeah. Sorry, could you so repeat if, that again? If I think uh, it buffed out a little. 
No, you're good. Yes, I don't know why the service is being weird right now, but uh, whichever team wins between Cincinnati and, and Notre Dame uh, has potential to be in the top five when the new polls come out. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, the that's huge, football man. committee as Because the rankings that you see now are just uh, voted by um, the Associated Press, so it's just a public newspaper poll. Basically, yeah. but but the really important one is the college football playoff uh, committee, yeah. and this game is definitely going to be on Cincinnati's resume if they want to go further. But uh, let's wrap this part out. Uh, last game, Alabama versus Ole Miss. Nice man, this is going to be fun because why do you say that, Brandon? I say it because Ole Miss is actually legit this year. Oh. They're a lot of fun to watch. They got this guy named Matt Corral. He's got almost a thousand yards through three games, I think. Wow. Let me double check that. Yeah, yeah, just, just a thousand yards through three games. Just no big deal, you know. <laughs> and this team could just put put up uh, sixty points in a game. They are just legit, dude, and they look so fun. But we're gonna have to see how they do against Alabama because, as we know, Alabama is just very. Very, very dominant. And... Yeah. That... Go ahead. No, no. I want you to go ahead. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? I think Alabama wins this game, but yeah, I know that uh, Ole Miss versus Alabama is somewhat of a rivalry. Um, you know, they're both in the South, which is important. And uh, I don't believe the campuses are crazy far from each other. You know, Mississippi and Alabama is not crazy close, but it, you know, I, you know, they're crazy far either. So. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. This is the game because that's just, that's a huge game. You got big schools from the South playing each other, so I probably would watch this over Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Uh, just yeah. from like a, it's like a, it's like a Marvel movie. You know, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, it may not be the better game, but it's like big. It's huge. You want to see it just because everyone else, you know, is going to be watching it. But yeah, that's I'm I'm pumped, man. My boy uh, Cedric Melton went to school. I've been going to school with him since like, oh man, like the third grade, third or fourth grade. He plays on the O line, I believe. No, nah, the D, probably the D line of Ole Miss. I'm not good with football, so y'all have to excuse me. I promise I'm a good friend. But yeah, shout out Cedric Melton, number seventy six, I believe, on uh, Ole Miss. So that's why I'm always a huge Ole Miss guy. Plus, a lot of my friends go there too. But dude, like this game's gonna be huge. So. Yeah, thanks for hyping it up, man. I'm. It's got me. Uh, it's got me excited. I hope Ole Miss is legit. I I like Ole Miss. They're cool. Yeah, I agree, and I hope they win. And I, I know that I say that biasly because, uh, I think it's a great song. Uh, they're just going to be incredible in this game, regardless if Alabama, like how Alabama comes out, because this game will be in Tuscaloosa, so it's going to be loud. You know, but Ole Miss needs to just come out firing, and uh, I love Ole Miss, and they just look fun this year. And I just hope they are um, their road doesn't end here because it very well could. Alabama could just blow them out the water, you know. But yeah. I don't think that's what the people want. And yeah, I'm just excited for it. And so, Tommy, after uh, I think you kind of gave your answer, but. Just want to reiterate it. So, out of all the games that we've kind of prepped and kind of talked about here, which 
game are you watching this weekend? If you can, because I know you work Saturdays. Yeah, I mean, I might have to sneak something on my phone if I'm working at the box office. But uh, Arkansas and Georgia is kind of a no-brainer. I'm going to be awake at that time because uh, I have to go to work pretty early. So that's just one of those games, man. I'm just like I Ole Miss and Alabama, those are two big names. But Georgia and Arkansas right now are two bigger names. So got to go Arkansas and Georgia. But between those four games, man, or uh, – those three games, uh, I'm just excited to watch some football. You know, if I had to pick, I'd pick Arkansas, Arkansas and Georgia. But at the end of the day, man, just I'm just happy sports. You know, they're back, and that it's fun and cool to watch. So. Yeah, and yeah, and I love that. Uh, personally, for me, I think my and this is biased, of course. I definitely want to watch Cincinnati. Cincinnati is going to be fun to watch because I want to see history made this season before there's a big conference realignment when most of it, you know, no, but, but I want to see Cincinnati play and I want to see them win because I think it'll be exciting in South Bend. It's going to be loud and it's going to be a great, great atmosphere. But yeah. uh, that's our opinions about these, but uh, we'll get back to these games and talk about them a little bit more Uh as far as score predictions go, but let's move on to a different sport for a change. Cause we've been talking a lot of football lately on this podcast, but uh, let's talk about the NBA. So if you haven't been following, there's been some news in the NBA talking about the Mac, the vaccine, how the NBA is mandating it to like give our opinions on that. That's not the purpose of our podcast. We're here to talk about the ramifications it's having. And the ramifications it's having is that Andrew Wiggins, uh, Kyrie Irving are looking to not take the vaccine. And why is that an issue? Because in the respective states that they live in, it is mandated that they have to get it. Mm-hmm in order to work, which is NBA. So we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about like what kind of like moves could be made because there's been a lot of talks that these guys might be traded as Ooh. a result. So Tommy, like when you hear that, what, like what, what's the first thoughts that come into your mind? Um, It's interesting. Interesting. And thank you for once again, like, uh, letting everyone know we're not going to get into it because you know you're entitled to your opinion and that's the end of it you know this is not a political podcast at all we've never ever talked about politics and we never will because nothing nothing good you know comes out of it you're going to make someone upset and you're going to uh, make someone else happy and that's just not what we are so thank you brandon for for uh letting them know um but yeah but regardless of what we think or not you know it, it is required um, in some in some teams, specifically New York and California, and that's where Andrew Wiggins and Kyrie Irving play, like you mentioned. And there's other players too, Jonathan Isaac and Bradley Beal are two players that also said they're not getting the vaccine, um, at least at this time. They're not interested in getting it. Um, interesting to come from Bradley Beal too, because I know he's uh, typically, and this is this is typical, you know, this isn't with everyone, but typically people have do uh, the people who have been voting left. And the people that vote Democratic and vote blue are the ones that have been advocating for the vaccine. And Bradley yeah, Beal is yeah. a huge advoca- uh, advocator for the Democratic Party. You know, he's he in the uh, recent mm-hmm. election, he was voting blue. And, you know, yeah, um, yeah. 
and he's a he's huge on you know different uh organizations that the democratic party supports but you know you would think he'd be the first person in line to get vaccinated but he wasn't yeah and i thought that was pretty interesting man i was like oh whoa okay yeah it's pretty uh, interesting who's getting it and who's not like Kyrie irving that doesn't surprise me he thinks the earth's flat you know (laughs) you know so of course he's gonna have his speculations and then andrew wiggins like that surprised me a little bit because he just yeah He's just known as a star who just focuses on his game, who's struggled a little bit, but he very much focuses on on his game. Right. And then this happens. So, but uh, well, let me ask you this, is, and this was the main reason I wanted to bring this topic up, is that Kyrie Irving, you know, like he's thinking about, like he's probably not going to take the vaccine. You right. Know? So he won't be able to play home games. Is he really worth that much if he can't play at home games? I say no, and I I think you would agree because the guy is a bucket. Let's not disrespect this man's name. Yeah, but he's only going to be effective if he can play, hopefully, more than forty-one games. You uh-huh. know, so what do you do? Do you trade him if if this can and NBA keeps on being persistent on it, or what? What do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you think they should do? And uh, like, let me remind you, Ben Simmons is still on the market and I'm sure he's vaccinated. And there's been talks that maybe Brooklyn might want to get Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that? The Dude, the Nets would be stacked with, especially with height. Yeah. Oh yeah. One thing that the Nets are lacking is defense. You know, and we, we talked about you and I talked before about Ben Simmons just being overrated and everything. It's yeah. just not that great of a player. But let it not be mistaken. The guy can play defense. Yeah. You know, yeah. he can play. He, he's a great defender. And that's what the Brooklyn Nets need. That's something that they need. Kyrie Irving, he can get a bucket. But, man, the guy can't play good, that good defense. Yeah. Like, he's very lucky. Like, I know, like, he hit the big shot over Steph in 2016 in the finals. But let's let's not uh, get too ahead of ourselves. That situation could have been flipped very easily. Yeah. Steph making a big shot over Kyrie. And Steph can play pretty good D. It's not, like, as far as point guards go, he, he's up there with the best of them. Uh, like, he, he can handle with the best of them. But, to, like, to go along with what you're saying, Brandon um, – is he worth it? Like, is it worth it if he can't play home game home games? And I agree. Like, Kyrie is a bucket, and that's a huge huge waste to his potential, as well as you know someone else's that deserves that light. So I say a happy little a happy medium. You know, trade him to a team that wants him in exchange. Personally, I would say the Rockets because I know John Wall is. It's official that you know, and y'all know that's my boy, John Wall, my favorite player. He it's official that he's going to be on the roster's rocket, but he's going to be sitting out almost every game and just kind of being a veteran for the younger team, for the younger yeah. players. I'm saying you trade him for Kyrie. I think that's a fair trade. I don't think you need to add any uh picks in for that. Like no picks, just a straight up player for player trade. I think that would be fun to explore for Kyrie, but you know, whatever we're going with aside, like whether we're going with, you know, John Wall or Ben Simmons, like you mentioned, no matter what, um, I do think that he should be traded because he needs to be playing. Yes. Um, he needs to be playing basketball, you know. He needs to be – because he's an incredible player. 
So yeah, I say trade him. I do. Yeah, yeah, and I think that'd be great for if you're uh, if you're the Nets, you know. So like you gotta you gotta be win now, and you kind of gotta think about the future because let it not be mistaken. The net the Nets made a similar mistake back in the day. It was with lesser players in Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, but they flopped. You know, they were supposed to yeah. get these big stars and then it really screwed their future over. And they had to do all this to do go above and beyond to get all these big players, you know? Yep. So they got to be careful here. And if they can get Ben Simmons and honestly, like, yes, we all know Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving are better than Ben Simmons. Let's not mistaken that. <laughs> but let, let's let's be real here. And I think you might agree with this. Hughes going to be more valued five to six years from now. Ben Ooh. Simmons or one of those players, James Harden, Kevin Durant, or Kyrie. The answer is Ben Simmons. Yeah. Because his game might expand. Let's give this guy time. He's only 25, I think, or 24. He's still got a lot of time to figure things out as far as career goes. So if he... It can figure it out. Yes, he could be a for great future piece for the Nets, and they can build on their future, right? And avoid the the atrocity that was when Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce left. You know, because yeah. they were in a dark place at that time. Because man, uh, they lo- they traded all their draft picks to Boston, and Boston was able to get uh, Jason Tatum out of it, and then along with that, I think. <laughs> Colin Sexton was one of the picks that the Brooklyn Nets gave away. And there's plenty. Oh, and Jalen Brown, too. Jalen Brown was one of those picks. Yep. So they lost a lot. And they, I mean, gosh, could you imagine that team? Uh, Colin Sexton, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. That's a pretty solid team. Oh, yeah. Today. Because if that happened today, that team would definitely make the playoffs. They would need more pieces, but that'd be a good team. But, uh, Man, the, like I just say, though, like these teams need to figure out what they need to do with these guys. Honestly, I'm kind of pulling for trades. I think it'd be cool because I don't like Andrew Wiggins on the Warriors. I don't because they're kind of using him as a uh, Harrison Barnes piece that they had in 2015 and 2016. And sure. I just think I just think Andrew Wiggins is better in that, and he's, his talent is being wasted there. And then along with Kyrie Irving, I think Kyrie Irving needs to get off this Nets team. I think he's too much of a distraction. And this might be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt to the times. And then Ben Simmons, he needs to get off the team, you know? So, yeah, I say they trade away. But, okay. Uh, that's just me. What do you think? Yeah, Mo- I agree. Collectively, <laughs> do you think they should trade away? Yeah, and also, like, Andrew Wiggins is interesting because he's he's a starter for the Warriors, um, and he's a role player, you know? So, you know, he's – it's not like he's an – you know, he's of no importance to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe I, – I could be super off here. I believe he's Muslim. Um, he's of the oh, Muslim. Oh, no, he's – Kyrie is Muslim. I think Andrew Wiggins actually, is actually Christian, I okay. think. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, or Kyrie's Three. like – is it Kyrie? Weird? Yeah, actually, Kyrie just converted last year. 
Just, oh, just, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I know I don't know if it's against the Muslim religion to vaccinate, and yeah. I have friends, and I can ask them, and we can report back in another episode. Because, um, so with Andrew Wiggins, like, I guess it's a personal thing, that's fine. But you know, living in San Francisco, obviously, it's something that's going to be pushed on to you, and, and that's, that's fine too. You know, it's you know everyone's opinion; they're entitled. But, um, yeah, if you're not going to get vaccinated, and you can't play in those home games, then go ahead and leave and go somewhere to where your potential can be used. So I agree with you, Brandon. And Andrew Wiggins is an important uh, key. You know, you know, he's he's a he's a he's a role player, but he's a key player on the. Yeah, Warriors, he could definitely you know? be big somewhere else. Yeah, I, I love him. I've always liked Andrew Wiggins. I feel bad he's kind of hit a slump these past few years, or at least not a slump, but just like not lived up to his hype. Um, but yeah, trade away. Uh, and I say that because I just love it when the league, when there's some stirrups in the league, you know? Yeah. Like I just love when trades are flying left and right. It just shakes everything up. So, because it's more drama for me, as an, as an NBA fan, I want the drama. You know, I want a bunch of players moving around because it's fun it's like reality tv so yeah i agree yeah i agree but uh gosh just uh let us know in the comments what y'all think uh it's definitely a controversial topic even though we were like kind of giving y'all the sh- like the sugar coating it you know just talking about the how the ramifications but uh yeah, just let us know what y'all think. Uh, we hope we kept it clean. We just don't want to be that co- type of pet podcast that yeah, uh, just rants about that kind of stuff like Joe Rogan. That's not what we're trying to become. Maybe on like the amount of listeners he gets, but not what he talks about. <laughs> it's just not that type of podcast. Yeah, we're for we everyone. We're not your typical podcast, and that's what's become a typical podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. It's sad that uh, a virus has become a political stance because it shouldn't be. It should just be a world stance. Um, you know, we all, you know, we're all in this fight together. Um, but you yeah, know, here at Hot this week, we don't care. You know, who you want to be, who you want to vote for, who you represent. Like, it's all love. It's all love here. We're all one big family. So, yep. yeah, it's yep. I agree. We love our sports and we love our entertainment, and that's yeah. it. Yep. And and also we love our listeners. <laughs> Gotta love them. Come but on. uh let's uh let's wrap things up here in the sports department and then man, I'm actually excited to get into pop culture. And I know it's a Thursday, y'all, but Tommy's got something a little special for us. So yep. stay tuned for that. But let's go ahead and just run through these predictions really quickly. So mm-hmm. we already broke these three down, and then we're gonna do two NFL games. Sweet. I'm along ready. with these. So we'll start with Arkansas and Georgia. Tommy, who are you taking? And uh, just a score prediction. You can just have fun with it. Let's just see what happens. You know, exactly what you just said, Brandon. Let's have fun with it, so screw it. I'm having fun. I'm probably going to kick myself in the butt, but I don't really care because I'm not committed to any of these teams. Is Tommy about to go woo-pig-suey? Woo-pig-suey! I'm <laughs> F it, bro. If we're having fun, I'm going to Arkansas. I'm going to Arkansas by three by a field goal. Wow. Yep. That Let's just would do be it, man. Lit. Let's just have fun. I love it. I love it. So I guess man, to an- no, answer I- your question, I'd go 31 28. No, that's way too low. I'll go. Uh, I'll I go. That's, th- actually, that's a, that actually, like, you could change your score if you want to. That's actually a very accurate prediction. 
Yeah, yeah. let's go 31-28. Let's do yeah. it. Why not? Yeah. Well, I love that. And, man, I would love to join you. But, man, it's only because this game is in Athens. It, yeah. It's going to be crowded. So, I got to go with Georgia. I'll pick against you. And I, I, I got them winning by, uh, let's say, five. I'll say 35. Ooh, it's pretty close. 30. I think it'll be a close game, and I want it to be. Yeah, all I think right. all of America wants it to be. But uh, let's move on to Cincinnati-Notre Dame. Uh, Tommy, who do you got in this one? And keep in mind, uh, this game is in South Bend. So, honestly, either pick is good. I know, but dude. I think this Cincinnati is... – yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This is really tough, man. I literally, like, could see either team taking it. But uh, I just think Notre Dame has more experience as far as, like, coaching and players go. Um. Love both teams. They're super fun to watch. But got to go Notre Dame. But I'm going with a modest win from Notre Dame. I'm just going to go two touchdowns. Nothing crazy. Just a touchdown and then another one to seal the deal. So we'll go Notre Dame, Cincinnati. We'll go 20, 21 to 35. Wow. Wow. I'd be heartbroken because I kind of got something different. Ooh. I think this game will be close in the first three quarters. But I think Cincinnati will break away. I don't okay. know how. But they will break away, and they will win pretty big. So my prediction, I think it's going to be a weird score. I think there's going to be a lot of field goals. Right. So I'm going to go 40 Whoa. to 28. Okay. 40 to 28. Wow. Lots Almost of big goals on Cincinnati's part. I think they're going to get stopped in the goal line, and they're just going to be like, you know what? Let's just kick it. Let's get as many points as we can. Okay. Fair enough. And the last college football game, this is going to be at 2.30. Wow, these games are early. Yeah, for real. Yeah, there's going to be all all these games. Keep in mind, these all these games are going to be going on at the same time pretty much. So, Georgia-Arkansas, yeah. Georgia, it'll be at 11 a.m. And then three quarters of the way through that game, Cincinnati and Notre Dame comes on. And then right after both of those games, or while Cincinnati-Notre Dame is finishing up, Ole Miss and Alabama are going to be playing number 12, Ole Miss, and number one, Alabama. Yep. That's our next pick, last college football pick here. Tommy, who do you got? Love both teams. We'd love to see Ole Miss win, but just got to, you know, I'm going to try and keep it real and just be realistic. I think Alabama wins, but once again, I don't think, like with the other two uh, picks, I don't think there's going to be any huge blowout. So I got Alabama, once again, by two touchdowns, nothing crazy, just one and another one to seal the deal. We'll go Alabama. Hmm, this is tough. We'll go Alabama forty-two, uh, Georgia, or Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. Uh, excuse me. Ole Miss. I guess two touchdowns below forty-two would be twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I like that prediction, and uh, mine's a little bit similar, but I think it'll be a little higher scoring. I think that both of these offenses are high power, so it's going to be a blowout. Uh, not a blowout, but a shootout. So, yeah. in this one, I got Alabama 52-42. to 42. Okay, fair. This game, is, this game is in Tuscaloosa, so I think that's why I, I'm picking Alabama here. But if it was flipped, if it was at Ole Miss, I don't know. It could go their way, but that's what I'm rocking with here. And then we turn to some NFL games. NFL had lots of fun games this past weekend. So many I could count. 
uh, like the Chiefs and Chargers and the 49ers and the uh, Green Bay Packers. Great weekend. Yeah. But there's a new week for it. So just to go through here. So we got a fun one. The, uh, the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams are coming Ooh. off a big win against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Super Bowl champs. They took the victory. They won it by about. And then also three now. They got J.J. Watt on their defense now, our hometown hero. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Murray, the MVP right now. So this is going to be. Played in Los Angeles. So keep that in mind. So, Tommy, who do you got in this game? Uh, Screw the Cardinals. I don't think (laughs) that they are uh, legit. They're not that guy. So easily the Rams. Um, Rams by, I I don't know, man. I guess it's just the two touchdown weekend. I'm feeling, I'm feeling polite, or I guess I'm feeling, uh, you know, modest. But uh, once again, Rams by two touchdowns. Uh, Average scoring game. Let's go, Rams. 28, uh, Cardinals 14. Yep. I agree. Uh, I agree with the fact that it will be won by the Rams. Right. They've been incredible. Uh, the best team in the country. That trade for Stafford ended up being incredible. Huge. Huge. And Christian predicted it. Our our first guest host. Yeah. Or a guest star. You know, he... He predicted it. He said Stafford was going to go off, and that's exactly what's happening, and I expect it to continue to happen. So in this one, I got the Rams 31 and the Cardinals 20. So from there, this one may not be exciting because this is, uh, you know, like it's it doesn't have playoff implications for the second team, but there's a lot of story behind this one. Tampa Bay versus New England. You know what it is. It's Tom Brady's homecoming. He's coming home, and he's not wearing a Patriots uniform. Right. And he's coming in with a shiny seventh ring to Bill Belichick's field. This one's going to be fun, and I think it's going to be a blast to watch. It's Sunday night football, so gosh, it's going to be great to watch on my couch as I just chill after a nice long day of football just finish it with one last game of football <laughs> i like football if y'all couldn't tell but uh tommy who do you got in this one i hate tom brady i hate his guts but you know gotta gotta put credit where credit's due um to the tampa bay or organization the tampa bay team around tom brady because those are the true superstars so that being said yeah. i think the i think the players around tom brady are uh just completely outshine. No offense, the players of uh, the Patriots. I doubt any New England's Patriots fans, or not fans, uh, players are listening to this podcast. But if you are, we do apologize. Uh, but yeah, I think those players just outshine the New England Patriots players. So I've got to be honest, I kind of got get them by a blowout. I've got uh, I've got the Buccaneers thirty five, Patriots fourteen. Wow, that is a good prediction, and I agree. Some agree. I think it's going to be won by Tampa Bay, but be expecting some chippiness from the Patriots, like maybe light hits or just, I don't know, just being chippy, trying to start a ruckus, you know? Yeah. 
but I think this game is going to be won pretty easily by Tampa Bay. I think it'll be 31 to 14. So, 31 40. Oh, yeah. So, pretty similar. We have some pretty similar. Stuff. Yeah, pretty similar. I think that there's going to be a field goal in there. But, uh, that, hey, that about wraps it up for the sports section. Uh, be expecting some NBA stuff coming up. Uh, media days were just the other day. They looked fun. Lakers just had theirs on Wednesday. So, that was fun to watch. Uh, all those vets, bro, just ganging up on both coasts. In Brooklyn and in LA. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. And we're going to be having a blast talking about that soon, but we will get to you when we will be uh, talking about that. The NBA and just, man, above and beyond. It's going to be fun because Tommy knows his stuff with the NBA just as much as I do. So we're excited. Yeah. But that wraps things up in the sports section. So, Tommy. I'm going to hand it off to you. Yeah. Yeah, really quickly here in pop culture, we're going to cover some huge things Tuesday. Uh, The biggest, you know, the biggest movie, maybe not the best, but the biggest movie since um, Shang-Chi. We've got Venom coming up, and we'll get to that in a bit. Guys, you own Netflix. Everyone in the freaking country owns Netflix. Everyone in the freaking world, honestly, owns Netflix. Netflix is just – there's a reason they can have their own studios and their own originals. It, they're a huge, huge company. They're coming out with a movie. It's called The Guilty. And it wow. stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, my second favorite actor of all time. He is, there's just something special about Jake that you, he, just, he just puts so much onto the screen and he asks for nothing in return. Um, you know, the world truly does not deserve Gyllenhaal. But there's a movie called The Guilty coming out Friday. On Netflix, and I was fortunate enough to get an early screening to that. I'm I'm very happy to, you know, have the credibility to where I can start earning free screenings now. Uh, it makes you know it's very humbling. And wow, that is awesome, bro! I got an early screening to the guilty. So, what are my thoughts? Should you watch this? It's on Netflix, so you obviously have uh, the opportunity to watch it. Should you check this film out? Absolutely, it's one of the best films of the year. Um, I would say for sure in top five, potentially top three, this film is incredible. You know, if you've seen Uncut Gems, you know, there's a lot of anxiety in that film. I'd say this film is 10 times, 100 times greater than that. Um, which no, wow, anxiety is like more anxiety film. Oh, way more. Wow. You, way, <laughs> way more. You're just the, you're, you're, uh, so it's Jake Jillian Hall. He is a cop. Who works like the communications? So the people when you call nine one one, what is your emergency? You know, and yeah. he's the guy who says, "What is your emergency?" And he's that's not his normal job. And you and you figure that out later. And I'm not even going to teeter towards spoilers because this movie is there's tons of spoil. There's just twists and turns left and right. So I'm not going to even tiptoe around that. But he's answering the phone, and, and you know, you, you see this in the trailer. So this isn't a spoiler. And he answers the call, and it's a woman who's been you know kidnapped, um, and then boom. You know, there, there's your story. Jake Gyllenhaal answers the phone. He's a broken character. He's a broken guy with a broken past. Answers a phone to a woman that's kidnapped, and it just freaking goes on from there. I love this film. It was all set in one, one spot. Not one shot, but one spot. And it was the uh, headquarters, I guess, police headquarters, um, for lack of a better term, probably, uh, where he was answering the phones. He moves from one room to another room to, I think, one more, then it finally ends off in that in that room. Uh, 
the the film. It was incredible. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, full of anxiety and and full of stress. I was just so stressed. I felt like I was Jake Gyllenhaal, and I had to deal with this this woman that was kidnapped. I I I was the one who had to deal with it. And that's what I love about Jake Gyllenhaal. He just makes you a part of his character. And the cinematography was great. The shots were very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, the script was incredible. It needs to win an, an award. This script is crazy. Um, an Oscar, if, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal was robbed of his Oscar from, for Nightcrawler. You know, he's, he's constantly getting robbed, Jake Gyllenhaal. But I, I think this is the film that puts him up there. And it's interesting because I, uh, two weeks ago, I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which is up there. With Candyman as my best film of 2021, and that was Jessica Chastain who gave the best female performance of the year. Well, here comes Jake Gyllenhaal with the best male performance of the year. Um, it's on Netflix, and here is the best part, you guys. It's 90 minutes, which is the best runtime for a movie. 30 minute beginning, 30 minute middle, 30 minute end. It feels like it does not feel like it. There's a beginning, middle, and end though. It's just like one blob, which may sound bad, but I promise you that's an, that's a very good thing. It's just like one boom. Here's your story. Here it is. You got to deal with it. You got to solve this case. Yes. Crazy stuff. It's on. It's going to be on Netflix. You guys have to check it out. Brandon, I'm hoping you're checking it out. Bet. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Hoping you're interested, man. I, and, uh, I'm excited to get your opinion on that. I hope a lot of people watch it. Really no excuse now, that, guys, that it's on Netflix. And treat yourself to a good film. He's all that was on Netflix, you know. But uh, this film is on Netflix, too. So treat yourself to a yeah. good film. Please watch this movie. It deserves your time. It deserves your money. It deserves your praise. The Guilty gives a four out of five stars. One of the best films of the year. Um, moving on, we have Venom. Uh, I'm Ooh. aware of the post credit scene. I believe, Brandon, you – do you know exactly what it is, the post credit scene? I do not, but okay. I saw that it's out there. I saw – okay. I saw a frame of it, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was just Venom's face, so right. uh, okay. obviously, like, that's so, going uh, But I, I'm not a huge – it's you know, it's no secret that I'm not a Marvel fan at all. And In fact, I'm not, I don't really like Marvel, to be honest, but I couldn't help myself because regardless of my opinion of Marvel, I still fall into the hype every time. So I looked up the post credit scene. It's awesome. It's going to be awesome. You guys are going to love it. Um, the film itself though, we're going to see if it's good. You know, we, we, we film on Mondays and Wednesdays and then release it Tuesday and Thursdays. So we're filming right now on a Wednesday night, uh, which means we will be watched. We hope we'll have seen the film, at least myself, I can speak for myself, uh, in, in uh, 24 hours from now. And, you know, we'll, have, we'll give you our thoughts on that. It's, I hear the film's good. You know, once again, speaking of 90 minutes, Venom is also 90 minutes. So, you know, beginning, middle, end, boom, 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 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Doesn't overstay its welcome. I hear it's uh, aesthetically pleasing um, and that it's nothing, you know, innovative as far as storytelling goes, but it's a fun little action packed film. Why not? Um, so, yeah, we are going to be watching Venom. I know Brandon is too, because that's your Marvel guy right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, mo- movies are back. I mean, they've been back throughout 2021. We've had some awesome hidden gems, especially with like the Green Knight and then Zolo. What a hidden gem. But like, Guys, movies are back. So here we go. Starts with Venom. Next is uh the la- next is uh James Bond. Then you got No Time to Die. Uh, or that is James Bond. No Time to Die. Then you got The Last Duel. And then you got Dune and French Dispatch. Last Night in Soho. Like the list goes on and on. So I'm not gonna talk to you off because we're already 
we we've kept it pretty compact, but films are back. Please watch The Guilty. It's on Netflix. Deserves your time, money, praise. Deserves all of that. Incredible film has a lot of social commentary too about policing. Whether you back the blue or defund the, whether you want to defund the police, you know, it. We don't get political on here, so whether you support or do not support the police. It has something to say about both of those things in the film. Awesome film. Check it out. Venom. We're super pumped for that. We're going to be checking that out ASAP, getting that out to you. It'll, it will definitely have a review up on Tuesday's episode. It's going to be awesome. And just a bunch of awesome films coming up, man. We're super, super pumped. We're super, super happy to be have this opportunity. Um, so, yeah. But, guys, as always, come check out what's hot this week on Tuesday. You know, come check out what's hot this week. On we we're, we're grateful that you're listening to it right now on Thursday, and we ask that you come back on Tuesday, and that the process repeats itself, um, because we always cover what's hot this week. Um, so yeah, we are very very appreciative of you guys. It's been an awesome episode, very very fun to talk about. Um, so that being said, without further ado, my name is Thomas Six, and I'm Brandon Matula. Matula. And we will see you on Tuesday. Bye. And we're off.